Lewis Hamilton has just claimed his 100th pole, and when asked which pole was his favorite, he obviously said Robert Kubica. In this quick episode, we're going to talk about qualifying for the Spanish Grand Prix in 2021, and we're going to do that right after this intro. Like a very So for anyone who wasn't watching that uh, pretty pretty damn good qualifying session, you probably will now know that Hamilton did in fact take pole position, but not by much, not by much at all. It was in fact by uh, three thousandths of a second over Max Verstappen. We thought that Max might take it back in his last lap because he was doing quite well, but Hamilton just, just, just cinched it over the red bull team and it did seem in q2 like red bull had a massive advantage and in fact they did over bottas uh you know max to be fair to max was let me just get this correct here a tenth a full tenth of a second faster than valtteri bottas who came in in third now bottas did have quite a good day but not enough to get him on pole and not enough to get him into even second position front of the grid but lucky, lucky for um, for Mercedes, but unluckily for Red Bull, Perez was all the way down in eighth after a spin on his first Q3 lap, where he just touched the back of his rear left tire onto the gravel and spun out. It was a silly mistake and not one we'd expect from the Mexican racing driver, especially now with all the pressure that comes with being in Red Bull racing. And he's definitely not where uh, you know, Christian Horner would want him to be, especially when that's what they brought him in for. But unfortunately, this is the situation. So we have Max up in second, only three thousandths of a second, sorry, three hundredths of a second off of Lewis Hamilton, which means that we're going to have a very, very interesting race just between those two. Uh, you know, historically, Spain is pretty boring, especially now that they've gotten rid of pretty much the only other uh, overtaking point, the other breaking point at turn 10. So tomorrow could be quite a boring race, but let's see what happens. I'm hoping Max can get ahead, close up this title fight, and it goes on into Monaco. Monaco should be a very, very interesting one indeed. But yes, Perez is unfortunately falling into the trap of that Red Bull second seat once again. And instead, in fourth place, starting on the second grid is... Ironically, the Ferrari, which I didn't expect of Charles Leclerc. To be honest, my prediction was that Norris would be right up there, and I did genuinely think that Perez would be up in third. Now, hopefully Perez can do one of his classic fightbacks tomorrow and get himself on the podium. But unfortunately, this is not quite the track for it. It doesn't really leave much in the way of overtaking, and I think, unfortunately, it's going to be one of those races where, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to do that. Now... Good news for Max and Hamilton. A race hasn't been won here from anything other than the second gr or the first grid. So if you're on the first grid position, so one or two, 
you are in the 90% likely situation of winning this race. Only 10% of the races since 1996 in Spain have been won from anything other than the first grid positions. Now, let's quickly run you through the top 10, uh, just so in case you didn't watch the qualifying, you know. So, in behind Charles Leclerc in fifth position is the wonderful French team of Alpine with number 31, Ocon. They've really, really, really pushed themselves forward. That car is definitely on point. And I think the Spanish Grand Prix is one that's going to show us the real lineup. Something we haven't seen in the last three races is where does everyone actually stand? I think the only outlier here is I do think that Red Bull is faster than Max was able to make it go in Q3. But what we are seeing is the Alpines have really jumped leaps and bounds. And there's someone contacting me for some reason. Um, leaps and bounds since the first race. Uh, Ferrari also doing really, really well within sixth position. We had Carlos Sainz up there as well, doing a really, really, really good job, can, all things considered. Obviously, he's going to want to push forward and get up there with his teammate. And then in seventh position was one of our favorites, obviously, Danny Rick, the Honey Badger, doing a good job and showing that he's slowly but surely getting on top of that McLaren. Now, the McLarens are unfortunately not doing as well as we'd have expected here let's let's hope that this was just a an off pace for qualifying but unfortunately even further down um as we said there was perez in eighth we've already covered that so we're not going to talk about that too much but in behind perez in ninth position was lando norris who we expected to be right up there on the second grid or third grid at most pushing in behind but he is right 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 down there behind the ferraris and the alpines and then closing off that top 10 is in fact the spanish man himself fernando alonso who just made it in to q3 and just made it in to the top 10 so an interesting qualifying not exactly how we expected it and uh if anyone watched our spain predictions the other day also kind of messes up my hopes for an eighth place Vettel unfortunately Vettel was way down even behind his teammate in U13 so it doesn't look like my prediction is going to come through but uh here we are so let me know your predictions for the race tomorrow and obviously don't forget to join us tomorrow for our post race show which will be on an hour after the race and I'll be joined by the wonderful Alex Perrier and the fantastic Charles North six so do join me for that and as always don't forget to like and subscribe we really appreciate it in the meantime have a wonderful saturday and let's look forward to some epic racing tomorrow on what is generally fairly boring thanks for watching We have to box, we have to box on the side of the car, we have a terminal situation on the car. Oh, and I can hear the collective groans from everybody from our company box here and over the back. A blow to the head with a helmet on doesn't hurt nearly as much as a blow to the head.